This episode is brought to you by the Inspire Collection by Kalia. Just because you're working out doesn't mean you shouldn't look fabulous. The Inspire Collection by Kalia was designed with both style and performance in mind. It looks good, feels good, and stays put no matter how you move. And the collection has everything you need for a day at the gym. A support bra, crop tanks, bike shorts, amazing leggings, and more. It's their most versatile collection yet. Shop the Inspire Collection by Kalia now, exclusively at Dick's Sporting Goods. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time, the Roast of Tom Brady, a Netflix live event happening May 5th Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. What's upset you now? Sean, Paul, Shauna Paul. Holy shit, your name is Shauna Paul. <laughs> it's not the first time that has been mentioned. Well, I never knew. I didn't mean to be hack. No, no, you're not. <laughs> I think we should make more of it. Yeah, I think you should as well. Listen to what the fuck happened to me when I got back from tour on Sunday morning. Go. So first of all, I have to tour with a baby, which is a surprise to me because I understood that I was this baby's dad. But apparently I'm not. This baby comes everywhere and I'm handed a screaming five-month-old as soon as I get off stage. Fine. You know, feminism oh has a long way to go. It's cool. Um, biology is not woke. So then I get home from, where was I? Devon. So it's a far drive. I'm singing Row, Row, Row Your Boat at the top of my voice for about four hours. I pull into my drive and I go, wait a minute. What the fuck is this? A car has smashed into my front gates. There's rubble everywhere. The gate's bent. There is like a crumpled up car with the airbags deployed, the windows all broken. No note, no people. <laughs> At your house. Yes, into the front gates. It's, a, it's an absolute disaster. This person must have been going full speed and swerved somehow crazy gone directly. It looks like a ram raid. And this was Sunday. We're speaking now on Tuesday. It's still there because I can't get any answers. No, well, hang on a second. What note would you have expected? Well, fucking sorry for a start wouldn't hurt, would it? <laughs> yeah, I would have appreciated. Hi, my name is Karen. You know, I smashed into your house. I'll be back for the car. I've wandered off. You it's know, a bit of common courtesy. Exactly. Hope this isn't too much of an inconvenience. Would you mind looking after this for a couple of days while I uh, arrange to get it picked up? This is it. So I don't know. I don't have any information. I don't know whether people are hurt. Number one, that's my first concern. I don't know if this car Was is that really evident. your first concern? It really is. Yeah, of course it is. Because I have, I have home insurance, Paul. Okay, fine. I don't know if I can even get this car towed away. Because what if it's evidence? I don't know if this is a crime. Yeah, don't touch it. I don't know if it's a stolen vehicle. I don't know anything. So I ring the police. Don't know if there's a body in there. Hang but... on, hang on. You know when you ring the police? Yeah. I'm always confused with this. Do you ring 999 or do you ring the other one? <laughs> the other one in this case. 
a bit late in life to be asking that question, isn't it? Well, I don't, I don't know. What's the, other, what's the other number? 101. Surely that's a philosophical question. How do I know what an emergency is? Oh, you'll know. If someone's going to die <laughs> or if someone's hurt or in danger, you dial 999. If it's an emergency, it's basically like... How chill are you about stuff going wrong? You know, this to some people might be an emergency, but to me, it's like, well, I think it's cool. I'm not in any immediate danger. I'm going to call 101. Okay, fine. Understood. However, when I thought there was a murderer in my house, um, it was a man with a knife in a skeleton mask robbing us. I called. Yeah, this happened like two years ago. We were robbed by a man who was pre-pandemic wearing a skeleton mask. And he tried to kill oh my, my husband. God. I know. My husband threw him oh out our God. first floor window. What? Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, I can't. <laughs> Do you, you like live in a film. I know. Scream. <laughs> oh my God. Right, sorry. I, I'm just a bit, I'm a bit shocked by that. There's some, some, okay, someone, someone, someone tried to kill your husband. Yeah, well, first he just tried to rob us, and then my husband confronted him upstairs by accident. They startled each other. And then in response to that, he tried to kill my husband. And my husband is a... I love the beautiful irony of this, actually, because my husband is a retired American football player. This burglar had just stolen... He had just finished stealing my husband's championship football ring, and then he was tackled by my husband and chucked out the window. Oh, my God. God. Yeah, I think there's a beautiful foreshadowing. Like, if you steal an American football ring, what do you think is about to happen? I think you're about to be halfway through Ace Ventura, is what my immediate thought was. (laughs) (laughs) Tell you what, as well, throwing him out the first floor window, that is what, like, I would fantasize about doing in that that situation, but would definitely not happen. I would flap around, I'd panic, I'd probably try and scream, you know, like you're doing an anxiety dream and nothing would come out. And then I'd sort of leg it down the stairs. Throwing someone out of the first floor window is how you imagine these scenarios playing out. But the fact that it actually did that is incredible. Yeah. I know. I couldn't have done the same. Like, he really kept it together. And the intruder was going toward the window because that's how he'd come in in the first place. He'd climbed up the balcony. So Bobby just, like, helped him out. And then, so I didn't know any of this was happening. I just heard, like, bang, bang, bang upstairs. I had a glass of wine downstairs. I thought Bobby was chasing the cat around to knock the hamster out of her mouth because that does happen. (laughs) And then it just sounded too intense. So I went down to the front door. I opened the front door in case I needed to run out because I didn't really know what was happening. I dialed 999, but I didn't hit send yet. And I looked up the stairs to wait for instruction. And then Bobby came flying down the stairs with no shirt on. And he said, I know. And then he said, there's someone in the house. And then he ran past me out of the house down the road. And so I thought there was a murderer. I thought he was running from a murderer. I didn't know yet that he had already chucked this intruder out the window and was now chasing him down the road. (laughs) Chucked the intruder out the window. What an amazing (laughs) sentence to be able to say. But I thought there was still someone in the house and I thought Bobby was leaving me in the house running away. So then that's when I dialed 999 and they put me on hold. Oh, man. So so my long roundabout story is, Sean, you don't need to know the non-emergency number because 999 is apparently a non-emergency number. The police have let me down quite a lot lately, I won't lie. What happened to the guy once he'd been thrown out the window? Well, then Bobby chased him in his shorts like all the way down the road and tackled him and got my laptop back. Fucking amazing. Paul had a a kind of less eventful 
version of your story. Paul had his car broken into no. the other day. He, I know. See, that's your. You've given the correct reaction of sympathy. He tried to tell. He tried to sort of open up to me. Oh, I've had a tough week. I've had my car stolen into. I just thought it was hilarious. Why? Because he's an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> But it doesn't have the correct human sort of response mechanisms. And okay. uh, You were telling me that they stole your Southampton shirts that you really liked. I can't wait for you to phone up in crisis, which will happen soon for the record. And uh, <laughs> just wait. I am ready for the next phone. Oh, I can't believe it. I'm like, fucking good luck, mate. <laughs> But, uh, th- th- yeah, so I came back to my car. I'd left it in Manchester for a few days while I'd gone away and oh. uh, the w- window was smashed. It was the first time it's happened. What was more annoying was there was the, the, the stuff that they left and the stuff that they took. They took a bag of sort of washing that I'd accrued up to that point with like two pairs of boxer shorts, two Southampton shirts that I sleep in. And I did take a pair of sort of new trainers, but they left like two pairs of Ray-Bans. What they took was less than what it cost to get the window fixed. You're like, I'd have given oh. you... Had to drive back from Manchester to where I live, which is like a four and a half hour drive with no back window. So it's going. <laughs> My ears were ringing when I got back. I, said, this is, I don't even know why I'm bothering to talk about it. That is quite funny, actually. And you know, Paul, it's a sweet story because maybe they weren't after money. Maybe they just really love Southampton and they didn't have any clothes. And it's never sunny in Manchester, so you don't need Ray Bans. Yeah, maybe. I don't think it was that calculated. I'll tell you what keeps on happening to me. I think someone knows where I live because there's a human shit outside my gate every couple of weeks. No. <laughs> what? I call you prick. Absolutely brilliant. <laughs> it's you, Paul, isn't it? How can you tell? Because they're bigger. <laughs> what are you, fucking Gillian McKeith? <laughs> <laughs> There is the human shit of someone outside who, quite frankly, is not eating enough fibre. <laughs> they're, just, they're just very large and I think noticeably there are more... This is disgusting, but there are more flies feeding on it. Wow. Well, if you phone 999 about that. <laughs> when was that done? It's just done every couple of weeks. There's a human shit outside my... <laughs> my... <laughs> Oh, that's oh, wild. Man. You need to get one of those um, motion sensitive cameras outside your house because I've seen in America there was a video that went quite viral of this woman who was like a respectable, you know, neighborhood woman and she was uh, exercising in the mornings, just going for a run or something. And she kept doing that by her neighbor's tree <laughs> and they caught it on the ring camera and shared it online. Because they were like, what is this? So they watched the cameras back and they found out. I mean, there are cameras everywhere now. So talking about your husband throwing the uh, radar out of the first floor window, Sean, have you fantasised about what you'd do if you caught the person in the act? Because that's... I would do nothing. I'm not. I'm not yeah. someone that can confront the conflict. I would. I would do absolutely nothing. I'd pretend I hadn't seen the man shitting outside my house. <laughs> no way. I can't. There's nothing. I. I never do anything about. I never confront the problem. But Catherine, do you? Are you someone that if it if something is bothering you, you will bring it up. You'll be happy to flag. It depends, really. I mean, I would never confront an intruder. If I saw someone shitting outside my house, I mean. <laughs> I really don't know. I might I might have something to say out the window. But if it was someone I knew from playgroup, I wouldn't raise it with her the next week face to face, you know. I like yes. 
some Britishness has crept into my lifestyle where I, I'm trying to think of, no, I just like talking behind people's backs. Catherine, I think this is a, this is a fact of life. If you want to know what anyone really thinks about anything, check their WhatsApp. WhatsApp is the truth. Yeah. Social media, all of that is bullshit. WhatsApp is what we really think. Can I also just say at this point, I don't think the person shitting outside your house is worried about what someone might say about it in a WhatsApp group. <laughs> <laughs> it's going, oh God. Hope this doesn't end up in a WhatsApp group. I think it is. Whoever is doing that is beyond. There are things in life that go, sometimes you see a post from someone and it's not got any likes and it's not got any shares. But you know that on WhatsApp, that's gone viral. Yeah. <laughs> that has been ratioed. Yes. Yeah. So, come on, Catherine, what would annoy you on a week in the life of Catherine Ryan? What gets your goat? I'm very ungettable. I'm really chill. I know. I know. You are very... You're, you're more 101 than 999. I'm so 101. Oh, absolutely. And so, what, what would it take... For me to really get under underneath your skin, because I, I I now you're making me want to. Hmm. I mean, I really dislike being lost. I get frustrated if I'm lost. I don't know where I'm going. I'm like, I won't cry unless oh. I'm lost. And if I'm late for a meeting and I'm lost, then I'm crying. But you could tell me, you know, my dog's died in it. Well, that I might depends on the dog. But um, that's not something really you could do to me. I think this week. I do have some issues with confrontation, like you say, and this is a very, very first world problem. If you can go even above first world, basically, I have to keep it down. I have two housekeepers battling for supremacy and <laughs> I need to fire one of them and I don't know how. And <laughs> and one of them, Brilliant. what actually is winding us up is the one that we thought we were going to keep full time keeps asking questions just like this do you, do you need this do you mind if i put this here great this oh yeah do you want me to wash this i know that trying to make themselves uh, of more value than they actually are just letting you know every every little thing that they've done right that's not to say that i've got housekeepers but i am uh, aware of this like oh <laughs> just so that you know uh um yeah i hope you don't mind i've just uh, bought you some or whatever yeah 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 exactly yeah. that and i think what winds me up this week is questions like I just don't want to be addressed don't address me <laughs> <laughs> don't look at me when you speak to me yes I would that's what I hate about emails emails right this is why emails just stress me out because emails always without fail contain questions yeah just question 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 you never get you never just get an email saying I've made you some jam yeah. It's never just like I've done something for you. It's just always, have you done this? Have you checked this? Can you remember to do this? Please, can you send this link to this? Just fuck off and leave me alone. But at least, Sean, you're getting emails and not telephone calls. Oh, my God. Telephone calls. Like, that is, speaking of my disdain for being addressed, that is like someone standing naked in my front room. When my phone rings, when the app on 100%. my phone called Phone Rings, I'm incensed. <laughs> What about FaceTime? No. I, sometimes someone will FaceTime and you go, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. The whole point in the phone is so that I don't have to see you. Why are you FaceTiming me? It's so weird. It's really weird. It's like, it feels entitled in a way that there's this 
immediacy about it. It's like, talk to me now. I want to see your face. Answer my question. And I mean, that's fair enough when you really owe someone some answers. You know, every once in a while, my agent will call me I'm on the phone and then I know it's, it's my fault, but I can't handle it. I need space and time to reflect upon these many questions in an email that you described and answer them or not answer them for months. I always assume when a video call comes in that it's a mistake. Yeah, like it's a, that Someone has pocket dialed you. And then, so it's always a shock when someone goes, oh yeah, just thought, I'd, and that, you, you need to schedule that in, don't you, a video call. You need to sort of warn someone that you are about to do that. Yeah, just like, just like, just like coming round your house. Can't video call someone on the fly. No, I've trained people in my life that I just don't answer calls or video messages. So then if I ever need to speak to anyone and I ring them, they answer. Because they're like, what? They think that I must have, you know, crashed my car into someone's house. They answer. 